And welcome back to the True Patriot Podcast, folks. We are super, super stoked today to have with us none other than professional angler, Doug Chapin. Doug, thank you so much, man, for joining us here. You're welcome. Um, I'm glad to be here. Well, for our little our little show, man, it's uh, when guys like you can uh, can scrounge up some time in your extremely busy schedule, it means a ton uh, to us and to the viewers for sure. One of the reasons why this is an extra special one is because a lot of our viewers are are really tied into um, uh, the nonprofit world, veteran community world, the angling world, and you, sir, represent both of those. You are a uh, um, a U.S. Army veteran, is that correct? Yes, sir. Outstanding, outstanding. Um, And you are currently fishing in the NPFL National Professional Fishing League. Connection between those two, I mean, one, one of the pieces, you know, that we work with is how fishing, you know, uh, is just part of being, you know, getting outdoors, uh, so on and so forth, and and how it connects. But now you're taking this to the next level, man, because you're adding in the stress of being a professional angler to this. So, you know, give us give us a, what, what does a, a day in the life of uh, Doug Chapman look like uh, these days here with that schedule? Just uh, your average day. Well, I th- in in the off season, it's it's pretty hectic, you know, rounding up um, partners for the next year and doing all that. But the typical day on the road, I guess, would be um, a lot of driving, and you know, I, I spend a lot of time on the water when I'm when I'm in limbo between tournaments. I, I try to fish as many bodies of water as I possibly can. Um, there's a lot of guys who have a lot more experience than I do when it comes to fishing and I need to catch up and fishing bodies of water that I'm not used to. Um, like big Rocky reservoirs. Um, I'm from Wisconsin. We have, we have milfoil, um, milfoil <laughs> oil, and we have some Rocky, you know, we have a variety of a lot of things in Wisconsin, but we don't have purely rock based, um, fisheries. And I think, you know, fishing, fishing other bodies of water is definitely going to up your game. So I've, I've concentrated a lot on that. Um, so huge, huge part of my day-to-day routine. I got to make sure I'm putting up, there's a lot of people that follow me and actually care what I'm doing now, which is, it's really, because <laughs> there's a lot of people that put stuff on social media, just hoping people will care, but it's getting to the point where people actually care what I'm doing and it's really cool but I got to make sure I'm putting up valuable content um, and trying to give some other aspects other than just fish pictures all the time. um, So people can see behind the scenes a little bit. And uh, I'm working towards an ultimate goal actually of, you know, being able to hire a videographer um, to do a kind of behind the scenes. There's a few anglers that do it now, but I want to go more in depth and show a little more of the, the realistic side of, of the tournament industry and uh, how the struggle can be, you know, there's a lot of emotional moments. There's a lot of things that you deal with on a day-to-day basis that, that don't really get talked about or seen. And that's something I'd like to, that's one of my goals to work too. So. That's awesome stuff, man. And and you, you touched on several pieces there. Uh, that I can I, I feel for you completely as I uh, I not competing at the level you're competing at. I mean I don't have as much on the line, but as far as the difference between that natural you know habitat of lakes compared to the man-made reservoirs, 
It's it is different, man. I mean, the old saying I was you know brought to find the grass, you find the bass. Well, what happens when there's no dang grass around, you know, or right. at least no good grass, you know, that you can attach to. So, yeah, it's a it. There's a culture shock there. The other piece that that you hit on for those of our viewers that are not fully up to speed is that social media in regards to the your sponsors. Like you said, a lot of folks are out there just putting content up, hoping that things, you know, that they can get some likes, this and this. Sponsors nowadays, the way things have changed, be they, you know, endemic to our industry or not endemic, it's not a, hey, would you mind? It's a, no, you need to, you know? And so that extra pressure piece is obviously, they're counting on it because social media is the new, you know, primary focus on a lot of advertising. So that's, that's definitely... There's a a lot I did to prepare for that when I decided I wanted to fish professionally. Um, I didn't go to school for marketing, but I did everything in my power on my own time to study marketing and psychology and everything I possibly could to get the business side of the industry down. Um, Because, you know, I wasn't out there smashing every tournament. Um, I had to have another weapon in my pocket. And if you understand the business side and the fishing side, then then I think you you got a good mix there to get going and, and actually succeed. So I spent a lot of time um, studying marketing and things like that to just prepare myself. That's awesome. Yeah, that's the as much as you can add value. You know, that seems to be the key. Is uh, I think putting those pieces and then understanding from, uh, from the people who were looking to the sponsors, understanding what they need, you know, look at it through their eyes and just see, okay, how can I help that? How can I work with that? I think, dude, I, I can tell you what, I've been following you on social media um, for a lot of years and your content has not only the quantity has gone up, but the quality of it, your video production stuff. I am so jealous every time you do that, that uh, selfie thing where it blacks out the selfie pole. What the heck is that? It's like magic you're throwing out there, man. It, it's all in the editing software, but it's, it's oh. called an 60 camera and it's, it's pretty crazy. The only way to explain it is to, I guess there's probably videos on YouTube. You could watch all of it. And uh, I saw one video of that before last year and i was like i gotta get one of those that'll (laughs) that'll completely up my game because i don't see a whole lot of people doing it and um once you understand the editing stuff then you can make some pretty cool things out of it uh, just a really different perspective you know on the camera yeah it's it's pretty wild that the the camera itself actually deletes the selfie stick so wow that's like having your own uh, production team right there. Now you also did some, and I've, I've wanted to know this and my guess is it's probably just a little remote deal. I think I remember you attaching a camera, some kind to like a fishing lure and slinging it out there and pulling it back. I was like, Oh no, what is that? <laughs> that was the very first video I did with that camera. Got it. Yep. So what I did that was I took my flipping stick with 65 pound braid <laughs> crossed my fingers tied it to the end of my line <laughs> and it looks like i really casted it in the video but i'm like uh, just kind of lobbing it out there <laughs> really far. and then uh you know I, I let it sink a little bit reeled it in set that down and i picked up a i was on gunnersville at the time 
and it was during, you know, prime time for rattle traps. So, um, picked up a rattle trap, casted that a few times, caught a bass and then cropped all the footage together to make it look like I caught the bass on the camera. So dude, that was fantastic. Yeah. I didn't mean to pull back the curtain there on the wizard of Oz, but that was, I remember watching that for sure. Well, listen, that, uh, you know, this experience piece, you know, on the fishing side of things is something that we've been trying to, um, you know, bridge the gap between uh, some of the audience uh, members out there that are more on the the military and nonprofit side, so they understand what it is that folks do out there. So, if you wouldn't mind, um, as much as you're comfortable, just talk about uh, your your service uh, as a, as a U.S. veteran. Uh, where um, you know what branch? I, I know these things, but just to help folks out there. Um. So i I spent a few years after high school. I was a sheet metal fabricator. And a welder. Um, I, I just felt like, you know, my whole childhood, I kind of wanted to, I was interested in the military and I kind of wanted to be in the military. And it got to the point where I felt like if I didn't do it, that I would regret it for the rest of my life. So I gave up that career and joined the military, completely started over. Um, I think that was in 2000 and signed my papers in 2009. And then, uh, Six months after I got done with basic training, I was in Iraq, was there for a year and got back from that. And I think after Iraq is kind of when I started getting, I don't know, my mentality kind of changed a little bit. Um, Things were just different. I wasn't really the same person I was before. And, you know, I had a lot of, I had good friends that, that were there. We all support each other in the military. You know, we all have each other's back and um, but that's kind of when I first noticed that I wasn't kind of the same person. And then, uh, I spent a little bit more time that was at Fort Riley. I deployed with the first infantry division and then I PC, I got orders for Korea and I was like, man, I don't want to go to Korea. So, <laughs> so I reenlisted and I went to the 101st airborne in, uh, Fort Campbell, Kentucky. And when I was there, I met who is now one of my best friends. Um, was really into bass fishing. Um, I think he had a 1987 bumblebee. I think it was a 14 foot bass boat. Nice. We'd go lake fishing on that. And we always had a blast. We always had fun, but it didn't come to me later that it didn't come to me until later what that actually did for me when we went out and fished together. Um, you know, when I, when I ETS got out of the military, I went straight back into fabricating. My, my military leave wasn't even over and I had a job already and something was just missing. I wasn't happy. And, and there's really no way to explain. You, you don't know why you're not happy. You, you can't figure it out. But I, I thought to myself, you know, fishing brought a lot of joy to me when I was in the military fishing with my buddy. I I'd fished my entire life. So I didn't just jump into bass fishing I had fished my entire life and I needed something back in my life. So I went out and bought a bass boat and started fishing local. local, I started fishing local derbies and uh, got my teeth kicked in a bunch. (laughs) But what I did notice is, you know, military guys, I think we thrive under pressure. Um, I was, I was infantry. So chaos is my business you know it was my business and chaos is fishing especially in tournaments 
because you constantly have to make decisions. You have to make the right decisions. You have to have a plan. You have to have a plan B and you have to have contingency plans if something goes wrong. So I enjoy something goes wrong. (laughs) I needed something to take up my time because when you get out, it's, it's not so much like PTSD as it is the freedom of being able to do whatever you want is very overwhelming and guys don't know how to deal with that. And fishing completely cured that because it takes up all of my time now, but it, <laughs> it did before too, you know, all of my time that I wasn't at work, I was studying and thinking about fishing and, you know, spending the entire winter getting ready season just waiting for the ice to thaw and uh you know i think if if more veterans were introduced to fishing not necessarily bass fishing that's just my passion there's a ton of different kind of kinds of fishing out there um but just to get that that feeling because when you're fishing you don't think about anything else but fishing your mind gets completely erased you don't think about anything else but catching the next fish that's right and veterans just need that that mental break and i think that's a huge thing that fishing brings to the veteran community not only veterans but people in general that are just struggling um i've had a lot of veterans reach out to me on my social media and you know tell me that i've helped them in something that i've done i've given them drive again which you know getting into this i never wanted to be a millionaire i don't care about being a millionaire um course you need money to make the wheels go around but it's more about helping as many people as i possibly can because of what it did for me and i'm i can honestly say that i'm the happiest i've ever been now that's um, awesome doing what i'm doing and if i can do that for just one other person in my career then then it makes it all worth it if i can change one life he might change two lives and then keeps going you know so you know and Man, I just, first and foremost, before I have, uh, you've mentioned several things before I say into those first and foremost, thank you. Um, you don't hear it enough. You need to hear it more. Thank you, uh, for, for all that you've, you've done, given, continue to do, um, you know, from, from just literally, I'm not a veteran myself. Um, the, the name of our podcast is something, a title I was given by a fellow veteran at one of the, the, the deals, uh, that I went to, which was a true patriot. And I can't tell you how much that changed. So from a patriot of the United States, thank you, Doug, uh, for, for everything. And, and yeah, so that's, I wanted to get that out there, obviously, first and foremost. But there were a couple points that you hit on here. And, that's, and one of the ones that really stuck out there, there was two of them here. Um, fishing started to feel different. You talked about that, that you fished your entire life and you've been fishing. But um, coming back, you know, from from service and 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 experiences, all of a sudden fishing had a different impact. Now, that piece there, that recreational ther- therapeutic piece, is is so real. I mean, science is is agree- in all in agreement that yeah, medical science agrees there is something here that it's helping folks, not just veteran folks, but also you know, just anyone working through anxiety, you know, or anything that they're working on, on the mental health side. Um, And so that, that was such a a cool transition moment that you mentioned that all of a sudden now fishing still loved it, but man, it was doing something a little bit more. Didn't know what it, didn't know what it was, but you could 
damn sure feel the difference in it for sure. Absolutely. You know, and that's several of the, the nonprofits we work with all deal, you know, that's kind of one of the key uh, factors is they have to work in that recreational therapy piece for us to, to get involved. But one of the other pieces on the service side, uh, Dan Timmons, who is a co-founder of the Allegiance Ranch and Rescue, uh, they, they rescue uh, horses from uh, kill house situations, rehab them. And then those horses actually uh, are available to veterans, first responders to come ride, care for, take care of. It's a really cool setup and it's only a few miles from my house. Um, but he had this statement that we, we take 10, 12 weeks to recruit, but then we take about three, four days to decruit. And oh. A lot of times the civilian world, we don't get that. You know, we, we've missed that because we don't, we, we haven't lived that experience to understand it, that like you, you hit the nail right on the head, man. It's, I mean, there's structure, structure, structure. And then all of a sudden, oh, we're, we're in a different set of rules here now. And so, yeah. Yeah. It's, uh. It's very hard to explain. I'm sure the veterans that are listening, they're going to understand exactly what I'm, what I'm saying. Yep. And all yep. I can say to that, just don't quit. Um, you just got to find a reason, something that drives you. It doesn't have to be fishing. You know, like you, you had mentioned horses. Um, I don't have much experience, but I know there, there can be a huge connection with, with horses because they have their own personalities. They're like dogs, big dogs, you know. From what I understand, I don't know. But, yeah, yeah. Um, there is. There's something there. Something, something spooky. You got to find something that gives you drive again. It doesn't matter what it is. It's just fishing for me. I highly suggest trying it because it could definitely change your life. But um, just find something. Yep. It's we're sticking around. So. Well, you know, and that's uh, that's part of the mission, man. That's uh, we we always uh, we've made it a point on our side, and this is where we can't thank you enough. We always try to stay on that positive tip. Um, I think there's enough focus on the negative side, the whys. We know why, you know what I mean. And if you don't know why, then you probably should turn this video off, you know, <laughs> because you're probably not going to like anything that we have to say. And I'm okay with you not watching, but we all know the whys. Um, at the end of the day, you know, it's that that. Uh, that outreach, man, and just keep helping these. And that's why, you know, uh, doing this type of platform is, is so huge. So let's go ahead and switch some gears here. Um, so now I know, you know, some, some, I, I've had a chance to uh, see some of your career because we, we passed our paths, uh, passed through with, through the Great Lakes division up there. But when did you know that, uh, all right, I think I want to jump in this blender and, go do this for a complete living because we talked about this off camera for those folks that are, that are unaware of what's involved in this. Um, it's, it sounds really good, but man, there is so much more to this. When did you decide that's it? I'm doing this. Um, I'm trading in the sheet metal, uh, not doing the nine to five anymore. And in we go. When, when did that happen for you? I would say, the second year after I started tournament fishing up here again, wow! Um, I decided this is what I wanted to do, and I I made a five year plan. It's it's going faster than five years as of right now, but um, I made a five year plan, and like I said, a lot of that was studying marketing and 
getting getting a handle on the business side of things. So I wasn't completely overwhelmed and out of my realm when I did decide to actually quit my job and pursue this full time. Um, there's a lot more to this than a lot of people realize. <laughs> small business owners will understand probably to an extent. Um, you never stop working. I mean, it, it just never stops. Um, you're constantly like I, I'm my own tax accountant. I'm uh, my own social media guy. I fish tournaments and try to make money that way. There's multiple things that you have to do during a day. And that's on top of making sure that your partners, that your sponsors are happy with you. You got to make sure you're satisfying everything that you have in your contracts. There's just, a, it's a full-time job. Um, I would say that, that the business side of things is probably 70% and fishing is, is 30%. Um, and, you know, if you, if you just remain consistent, I think that you're going to have a really solid foundation to stand on and continue to grow your career. So if you don't mind me asking, this is something that uh, is only going to really resonate with guys that are doing what we're doing. Um, how do you approach that? Because I can tell you from my early stages of, of us doing this, this is my biggest challenge. And that is you like you hit, you said it so perfectly. It never stops. I mean, dude, I'll, I'll stay up till, you know, sometimes 11, 30, 12 o'clock working on video or doing whatever. I go lay down in bed. My wife's already been asleep and it's just running in my head, you know, and so it just never quits. And one of the dangers in that is, as, as anybody who's been around uh, angling of any kind, especially competitively, dude, if you're not 100% in when you're on the water, you're missing things that are going on. You're not paying attention to those, those little subtle changes that could key you onto movement, you know, a fish. How do you balance that, man, as far as putting the business, you know, tablet away for a while when you get on deck, you know, of, the, of your boat and trying to go to work? Because, I mean, you're fishing against, you know, some of, the, some of the best anglers in the nation out there, you know, at the MPFL. Um, this is pro level fishing. This isn't regional, you know, type stuff. So, I mean, how do you, how do you compete, uh, you know, against those guys and, and figure that out? Well, I'd say you have to find a balance between what's expected of you and what you need to do. So like on a, a typical like practice day or pre-practice day, I'll give myself a list of things that I need to do for that day. Like I need to get some either of some photos or video content for X sponsor. And then the first thing I do when I go out is take care of that. I will get right. that done. And then once that's shut off, I concentrate on fishing. There so you, you, just have, you have to be able to com compartmentalize what you do on a day-to-day -day basis. And it makes it a lot easier um, instead of, you know, going out, get being really i'm excited to fish every time i go <laughs> but i understand that if i don't do what i need to do i won't be fishing anymore so um you you have to prioritize and compartmentalize and make sure you have all your ducks in a row during the day and that's huge on, on the thing that matters is the is the fishing and portraying a good image for not only the fans but the league and everyone else involved so that's uh that's huge man that's uh that's a sound piece of advice there that's uh that's a that's a cool deal creating that that list piece so you you get that 
achievement in your, you know, mental, you know, playing mental games with yourself, basically type thing. I, I love, I, I have to do that. Um, it was one of the ways I, I was able to, to kick the smoking habit after 28 years was mm-hmm. playing games with myself going, you know, this is, I know me well enough. I don't like being told what to do. So I'm not going to tell myself what to do because I'm not even going to like it when I do it. <laughs> well, and another part of that too, is you got to, even when you're not in competition during tournaments, you have to compete with yourself. Right. I'm competing with myself to come up with new ideas for short TikTok videos to make them even crazier than last time or concentrated on getting, getting those views on, on TikTok or Instagram reels. Um, and you have to, you have to keep that up to date because you're going to get passed if you don't. And the easiest way to do that is to compete with yourself. So that's awesome. You did, um, it's going to sound dumb, but I go back and watch my own videos and I'll see what, where I started and where I'm at now. And I'm like, man, I got to top that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but I can do it. So that, you just that's self. That's awesome stuff. And for the viewers that don't know, uh, we'll be uh, throughout the entire interview here. We'll be putting your social media channels up. Uh, it'll be uh, going across the screen. I highly encourage you uh, to go check out uh, Doug's social media stuff. He's got some really, really cool things uh, that happen out there. He's inspired me uh, a ton in watching this. Although I've, I, I haven't done the TikTok thing yet. I saw you jump in and I'm like, oh no, that means I'm going to have to sooner or later. <laughs> but yeah. My first video go over a hundred thousand views. Um, I think it was last week. Wow. So- that's not awesome, but it's a milestone to me. I think it's at 135,000 right now. That's fantastic, man. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's, uh, I've, I've, I've been getting told that we just haven't, uh, haven't figured that out. And my time can only be spread out between like three channels right, right now. Um, so, uh, you know, we, we talk about this from the veteran support side, all the way to the angling side, personal, none of this gets done uh single-handedly you know what there's always a support system out there for us to to make these things happen um so beyond the personal support system there's been business partners that have that have helped you launch because i mean you're still relatively early on in your pro career i mean very very early on um which is exciting and awesome to watch who have, you know, who have been some of those, those the either inspiration or key partners that have, have really put you, you know, help get you on this path uh, besides? Uh, well, you know, uh, I have a lot of, well, I can't say a lot. I have a close-knit group of friends that I trust with stuff, and they've been the ones to push me to actually chase this. Um, on the business side, you know, number one being Colosso Toyota. Um, I approached them, man, I think it's been four years ago already. Um, and they were willing to take a chance on me and them helping me out and helping me a little bit financially towards being able to travel a little bit more has boosted my, not only my fishing skill, but, um, it's, it's made it financially possible to travel more because this is a very expensive it's not a hobby for me. It's my profession, but uh, it's a very expensive thing if you want to chase it and you got to have the the backing to do it. 
unless you have unless you win the Powerball next next week, half a billion dollars or something, um, you're, you're not going to be able to do it unless you have a little bit of support. Right. Uh, Clock had been with me for for the last four years, and nothing can express how appreciative I am of them. Um, they didn't have to, and they're willing to take a chance. And uh, that's it's, huge. It's paid, I mean, it's paid off for me. So now, where is Colosso located out of? Appleton was. Now, are they only in Appleton? Is is that their only dealership, or do they have multiple? Or they have multiple dealerships. I'm not sure where the other ones are. I just have a relationship with the Toyota dealership. Awesome. Uh, been running a Thunder for quite a while. Pretty awesome truck. Uh, but. Yeah, I've had uh, a lot of partners last year that uh, stepped up to the plate too. Classic Toyota, again, being one of them. Uh, Mirror Image Marine and Gel Coat out of South Carolina. I met him spending some time down there. And uh, 5x3 Fishing, they've been with me from the beginning of my NPFL career. There's just a ton of... And, and another thing about it too is I like partnering with, with smaller businesses too. Um, because I have a platform that is growing immensely um, every day, and it's a way to help their businesses grow also. And this one, I'm just going to, I'm going to be kind of unpolitically correct about this, but I really, this was something I got to tell you, man. I, I was, I lifted an eyebrow when I saw it, but then all of a sudden I'm like, you know what? Mad respect. Five by three. I'm going to, I'm going to shorten this up. There were some issues in the past. Five by three, uh, previous ownership or management. I don't know the intricate details. All I can tell you is based on things I saw online, some things I read from non-creditable sources. I will be the first to tell you that. I'm a huge one of advising people, stop taking social media as fact. Um, Do your research. But from what I saw and my understanding of the situation, there were some issues in the past and there were several people very upset with them. But then new ownership took over, new management. Um, five by three for, for what it's, if people didn't uh, understand, this was, uh, they did some strong branding work early on because yeah. this, is a, this is not just a, a fancy sticker on your, on your hoodie there. This is a mentality. And what this, for those of you not associated with tournament fishing, this is five fish by three o'clock is basically what this boils down to, you know, and it's meaning for those of us, that's our life in these tournaments is we need to get those five in by three o'clock. What was that? uh, That, I mean, dude, that had to take for, for a young pro um, getting his business going, knowing there's, you know, maybe some clouds in the past. Yep. That took cojones that need to come in a, in a, in a dump truck, man. That's and and kudos oh. to you. But what was that? How'd that transpire? So I got introduced to them and um, I, I had realized what had happened in the past. I mean, if you look, look it up online, uh, the better business bureau doesn't have a whole lot of good things to say about them. <laughs> um, but I can tell you that, that it's a completely different company. Um, they all all the, the new owners did was buy the trademark from the previous ownership so all they're using is the logo and and the name so it's a completely separate company than what it was before so if you guys love the brand and love what it stands for completely different ownership 
their number one priority because of what happened last time is customer service and support. And you can look up some of the reviews. I have a lot of friends that buy from them and they're extremely happy, super fast shipping. They get you your stuff, which I think was a big issue last time. Yep. Um, but yeah, completely new company. Uh, it's a very small business and they're just trying to grow. And the reason, you know, it took a honus from them too, to, to buy a brand. <laughs> you know, to buy that trademark. Yeah. And they wouldn't have done it unless they did, you know, unless they believed in it. So um, their passion for believing in a brand and what it stands for is the reason why I partnered with them. And I wanted to help them grow and help them get their name on the right track again. Yep. And that's exactly what's happening. Um, it's, it's, it's going, it's going a little slow, but it's going, um, they're starting to gain traction and, uh, putting some decent products out and well i can tell you from a seasoned uh aspect here our industry has brand loyalty to a fault um it is very difficult to change perspective once it's been gained in some areas and you can come out with the greatest technology on the planet but if this is what grandpa and dad use this is what i'm going to use and that's that it doesn't matter so that was the first uphill piece, but I want five by three to know this and any of our listeners to know this from a guy on the outside. I was not a five by three. I, I hadn't purchased anything in the past, but uh, you know, I watch business pretty close. The fact that you put your name behind it, Doug, that carried all the weight in the world to me. I was like, okay, there's something here. Then obviously he's not going to associate with them because just knowing what, you know, what I've gleaned about you it's like, nah, this, right. this isn't the kind of guy that's going to get with something that's shady or that's you know flaky. Clearly, something good has happened there. That's that power piece, I think, that influence when they talk about that. That you know, that was enough for for a guy like me who's you know probably next on deck to because that is a sharp looking hoodie. I like that quite a bit. Yeah. I'm going to have to uh, have to score me one of those. <laughs> but yeah, that's a, that's a huge deal, man. So props. Um. Yeah, you know, the, the ownership behind 5 by 3 it's um, three owners, um, Mark Strickland, Jeremy, and Mark's wife. Um, so it, it's a family family business, too. Very small. That's and, awesome. Uh, just trying to help them grow, you know, and they're good. very, very good people, or I wouldn't have partnered with them. Good stuff. Good stuff. So, um the the other uh any other of the of the pri i know a lot's changing and this is uh, uh this is the when we keep saying off season the guys in the south are looking at a scratch in their heads right there is an off season for northern anglers <laughs> and yeah. that is you know when the water our boats won't go in it it's hard now <laughs> it's it's on top so I know there's a lot of business stuff taking place there, but as far as uh, any anything on the on the sponsor that's that's really helping the second year come about that that you can talk about at this point, yep. any, any of those guys out uh, that you can say yet? So another another company that I partnered with last year that really helped me out is JB3 Rods out of Texas. Right. Um, they're also just getting started, and it, you'll you'll notice a trend with me with the people that I partner with. Um, I want to help them grow while I grow. And uh, JB3 Rods has definitely stepped up to the plate 
last year and they're going to be continuing to be a partner for this year. Um, Jewel Bates has been a big one. Um, and, you know, something to say about all of, all of this is when you're traveling, um, the people that you meet along the road, you would never think that you would. Um, life is just picture the, picture it like this. Life is a big jigsaw puzzle, right? And every piece fits together in just the perfect way. And nothing happens by, I don't think anything happens by chance. And it all fits together perfectly to create situations. And you're giving, you're given a choice in those situations, whether to pursue or pursue either a friendship or a career move. And just things have popped up. It's, it's unexplainable. You know, I'm, I'm a Christian and I, I strongly believe that God has a, a plan for me. And, you know, when I, when I pray, I ask him to, to just give me the choices and help me make the right choice to pursue what I'm doing. And awesome. I don't know, it's, it's, it's wild. The people you, and the things that happen to you along the way, and it, it all just fits together perfectly. And I don't know, it's, it's wild to think about like if certain, and some of those pieces could be bad pieces and some of them could be good pieces, but the bad ones have to fit with the good ones to make the whole picture. That makes sense. It does. It makes so clear sense. You have wisdom beyond your, beyond your years for sure. Um, it took me, you see, you're, you're a fast learner. I'm a slow coach. You know, I'm, I'm realizing this stuff, you know, just like a couple of years ago. Um, dude, you couldn't, you couldn't have said it any better. Uh, it is the people. Um, and like I said, uh, we talked about this in our, uh, in our pre-interview uh, talk, I hate, 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 hate being away from my wife. Um, she's my best friend. She is, she is my the center of my universe, um, and I, I'm, I hate that part of this business. But in the same breath, I can honestly tell you, it's that networking with people. It's the grind out there that it, you get a piece of it in your blood, man, and and then you're in trouble because it's it's not uh, <laughs> it's not an easy lifestyle to go through. But it is neat meeting, and you often wonder why did I meet? You know, if you have faith based, you you believe in that. Uh, if you don't have faith based, you know, you, I think you got to give way to the fact that there's something bigger working out there somewhere. Something's going on for sure. Yeah, exactly. So 2022, man, it's, uh, you're going to be, your plans are to fish the entire MPFL season again. Is, is that the only league you're going to fish? Um, I'm going to try and jump into some maybe Toyota series events if they're close to where I'm at. Um, I wanted to get into the opens. It just didn't work out that way yet. Uh, and originally my plan when I decided to fish the NPFL prior to them announcing that it was going to be a thing, I was going to fish six opens um, that year to get more experience elsewhere in the country. Right. And it so happened that this came up, I applied and I was one of the guys who got in and uh, you know, it's snowballed after that. Now I'm here. That's and, awesome. Uh, a lot of crazy stuff has happened since then, but uh, next year, I think that I'm going to try and I'd like to fish all nine opens and the NPFL if I can. Um, because there's just too much downtime for me in between tournaments. I yep. mean, it's to have a break sometimes, but two weeks is too much for me. Like I, I gotta be 
I got to be competing or practicing or doing something. So um, I think next year is probably going to be opens in the NPFL. And then this year will probably be Toyota series. Cause I think the opens are pretty much packed tight right now. There's waiting on us to get into those. So there is, I was, uh, I just had an interview with Matt Steffen, you know, tackle warehouse pro uh, angler um, veteran. He's from your neck of the woods up there. I'm putting the Wisconsin connection together here in our interview series. And Matt was, uh, I, I love Matt's approach. He's been doing this so long. I mean, he's very cut and dry from the business side of things. Right. Mm-hmm. And one of the things he he said, he's been a lifetime Bass member himself. And he even said he wanted to grab a couple opens this year and he's on a waiting list. And he's mm-hmm. like, and he was scratching his head. I'm a lifetime Bass member. You know, right. I, normally that sign up period, you know, opens for him. Um, but one of the pieces on this that I thought was really interesting is when you look at this from a business standpoint, like, and this is coming, uh, I'm paraphrasing what he had talked about. He, he said the opens, there's just no argument to it, are one of the worst business things a guy can go after. When you look at, you know, roughly 65, 68% payback is what happens mm-hmm. because that money's helped boost the elite field. But right. one of the things I mentioned to him and see if you've experienced this, I read an article um, literally back from the FLW days. And this article was was talking about West Coast fishing, since that's a we on the West Coast we feel the the no love <laughs> vibe, you know, a lot of times out here because these these the fishing out California, Colorado, it's it's tough. Arizona, it's a different kind of fishing. But one of the things the guy said was, and this was going back to the early two thousands, if you want to make money, you fish the FLW, but if you want to get known, you fish bass. Right now, with the chemistry change that took place a couple of years ago, you know we're still in the early stages of seeing how this all unfolds with the MLF and so forth. Mm-hmm. But you, you got to think that that's you know that 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 wave is changing. I mean, the names are where the names are. You know what I mean? And these are the guys we've grown up with since we were itty bitty watching them go out there and and do things. So how does that play in when you're when you're in, in the MPFL? I've said this several times. The MPFL is on its way. Um, if yeah. you keep going, there's so much good positive. There was a bump in the road, um, yep. and and hopefully, you know, I put out a personal opinion piece on that just from a customer standpoint. One day could be a potential angler for you know for that could be applying to that. Um, yep. But how does that how does that strike you? The two part question. Number one, how much does that come into play in your decision for the schedules? And number two, um, when you're when you're considering, uh, you know the 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 future piece, where where does your priorities? You know, does it go more towards the the notoriety piece, or does it go more towards the financial? How does that swing? Well, um, I can tell you that I'd be happy just being content and having enough money to eat ramen noodles for the rest of my life. Um, so it, it's not about money at all for me, but at the same at some point, I'm going to have to get my own house and my own place again. So I got to make money at some point. Uh, I think as, as you were saying, the FLW is where you make money and bass is where the notoriety is. I think with the NPFL, the money is certainly there. Like if, if you're looking to make some money when in tournaments, I mean, we're paying to 42nd place $8,000 this year, which is 
I mean, nobody else is doing that. And uh, so if you want to make money and, and pursue it, I think the NPFL is definitely the right fit. And their schedule deconflicts with Bass Opens, which is perfect. So you can chase that notoriety. And I, that's not to say the NPFL isn't going to gain notoriety either because um, if they play their cards right and do everything they're supposed to do and keep their keep their wheels on, that could potentially be, you know, right next to Bass eventually. Um, and that's another thing when the league started up is they didn't want to – we're not competing with Bass. We're just another avenue because there's only so many spots available. And the guys coming up through the college ranks and, and all that stuff, they don't have any options. And when you're getting out of college, you don't have – $19,000 to go fish all of the Bass Opens, where are you going to get the money from, you know? Uh, the NPFL gives you the option to gain notoriety, grow your career, and make some money and chase other things as well. And they're not going to be um, prejudiced towards any other organization. We're just over here doing our own thing. Yep. And uh, it's, it's a great avenue. I think I'll I'll be with the NPFL for a very long time, as long as they're around. And I think the way that things go, like you said, there was a hiccup in the road there. All that's straightened out now and um, we're, we're on our way. So that's awesome. Pressing. Well, you know, in, in any Avenue, like I've said before, um, there people always try to draw a line between MLF and, and bass. And, and, you know, now we got the MPFL, you know, stepping into the, into the ring. It does no good for this sport to draw lines. What we need, you know, as anglers, as fans, we need that cooperation piece, you know, and just as long as we're all working to further the sport and mm -hmm. stop with the, it's got to be this way or that way. You know, uh, I've, I've always been a big deal when people like uh, took uh, exception to some of when the anglers left, you know, that they're not showing loyalty. Listen, mm -hmm. It's their $5,000 an event. It is. Yeah. So, you know, at the end of the day, I think the loyalty has to be to their, to their family, to their sponsors. And that's that. Who are we to, to judge that decision? <laughs> Unless you're writing the checks, you know, for guys like you, I don't think you have much of a hat, you know, to throw in the ring. <laughs> we, need, we need to sit back watch as it, as it goes. And, and so, yeah, I, I have the greatest wishes for the MPFL to keep going. I would love the opportunity when I'm uh, at that skill level uh, to have a chance to compete at, you know, at some of those events, but so that's awesome stuff. Well, listen, man, I don't want to take up your entire day, but this, this whole piece, what you, what you represent out there in, in your career, watching it as it goes, I can tell you, um, I know our audience is going to be getting behind you for sure. And we, we're not huge, but we are, a, they are a loyal uh, group and we're going to continue to grow it. You know, if, if I have anything to do with that, that's, that is our mission through and through. Um, we'll be watching. Uh, we'll probably be throwing up some of your results and such. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll put that stuff up there when we can and, uh, and be directing folks. Are there any other areas that, uh, that you wanted to touch on uh, throughout this, uh, through this deal here that I, that I haven't covered with you? Um, well, there's going to be, uh, some, some pretty big changes for 2022 on the sponsor side of things. The boat's going to look a little different this year. It's, I'll be putting some stuff out. The boat's getting wrapped right now. That's why I'm sitting by a garage door and not in my boat. <laughs> um, and I ended up switching boat brands this year. 
I was going to say, I wanted to mention that. I failed to mention that. You're running a Vexus, man. Talk to me. What's what's this about? I've, I've ridden in them, never driven them. Um, that comes into play with the jigsaw puzzle. I met met a guy, um, introduced me to the to some, some people that worked at Vexus, and uh, we worked out a deal. And I ended up in a VX20, which I'm absolutely stoked about. Um, if you've never been in one, I highly suggest finding somebody on the internet to take a ride with because it's yep. it's like nothing you've ever been in um it, it's hard to explain it doesn't yeah. drive like anything you've ever driven as far as a bass boat goes and you gotta it, experience it, it. it felt pretty quick too you know i i was out breaking it in after i got that first two hours done um you can open it up after that and i opened her up and i had her had her to about 74 and i couldn't feel my fingers anymore it had a little bit so it's not slow um and and it's probably the best built boat on the market and uh i know vexus will stand behind it if something does go wrong which is something i was looking for because i had some things go wrong last year that that hindered my performance a lot so i remember that i didn't have the details but you were without your rig there for a while yeah i uh I, I'll, I'll try not to get into it. Sure, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Some things happened with with the old boat that that I guess hindered me a lot. Sure, um, sure, sure. And uh, well, that support piece is huge. Yeah, yeah. No, that support piece. I, I tell people this all the time online. Uh, when uh, I'm a I'm a part of several boat owner groups, um, mm-hmm. and and I've I've told people this that listen. Boats are boats across the, you know, across the market. The, the difference, you know, out there isn't as huge as what a lot of people, there's just certain things that they're all kind of known for. I equate it to the Ford Chevy Dodge thing out there. They're all building good products. Some are just built with a little attention, given more to this, but more importantly, man, it's that dealer manufacturer support that is so critical and can make all the difference in the world. Especially with what I'm doing, you know, you need to know that if your boat breaks down, um, that they're going to help you, yep. you know, because you're not on the water, you're not making money. That's the name of the game. So um, I got to I got to partner with with businesses that I think are going to be beneficial to my career. And Vexus was one of those decisions. That's um, awesome. Yeah, that from everything I've heard, they are by far the the best in customer service right now on the market. So um, that's why I went with them. Cause if I have, if I have a problem on the water, then I know it's going to be taken care of and I have nobody to blame, but myself, I changed a lot of things for 2020. <laughs> so that uh, if I do bad in a tournament, that's, that's on me. I don't have anybody to blame, but myself. You know, and isn't that what we're searching for, right? Is like, throw this, I, I want to remove all the variables that I can control. Control this. Control. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Absolutely. No, that's, uh, that, that's, a, that's a critical piece, man. I, I feel for you on that. Um, I'm not going to um, put anybody on blast here, but I've opened that statement and it's caused me to leave conversations with a couple dealers around this area when I let them know that, you do understand this is what I do for a living. So when I have an issue, 
I'm looking for a relationship with this, you know, with a dealership that you understand this is my livelihood. This isn't, oh, darn it. I can't go jet skiing this weekend. No, man, I've got, we've got commitments to sponsors. You have, you know, timing to put together. So yeah, that is, that is awesome that you got that connection uh, through there. So yeah, the boat piece got says the new sponsors coming down the line. Well, listen, man, we are going to stay in contact with you because I would love a chance to uh, to catch you on the road during some of our travels as well up there. Uh, breakfast or dinners on me uh, for sure. This is going to be awesome to, to catch up. We're actually going to be coming back to your neck of the woods uh, in May and June. You'll probably be out on the road, but May, June, we'll be up in Wisconsin there. We're going to hit lacrosse and we're going to hit Winnicani and the Great Lakes uh, BFLs up there. We're coming back. So you, you might, We'll see if it, if it fits into the schedule. I might jump into a couple BFLs. Dude, that would be uh, that'd be awesome. June time frame will be in Saginaw Bay in Michigan. So, oh, okay, that's not too bad. Yeah, no, it's eight hours. Eight. Yep, that's pretty much what Lake of the Ozark was for us coming out of Minnesota there. So it was a that's a that's an easy day to to pull. Not a not a big deal. Well, awesome. Listen again, Doug. Thank you so very very much. We wish you uh, from the bottom of our hearts the the best. 2022 you can have out there know you've got a, a new group of army behind you here we are uh, oh and to make sure dude i had the cup and everything here. <laughs> got, got the coffee rolling well i appreciate you guys having me on it's uh it's pretty cool for me um i've done a few podcasts before but this is definitely an awesome conversation i really appreciate it oh man that uh huge kudos we're gonna we're gonna quote you on that one out there <laughs> And uh, hopefully if this works out, man, I would love to, uh, if we can catch up with you, just if, you know, anytime something big's going on out there, whatever, just for a, a quick little, you know, four or five minute deal, love to, uh, yeah. love, love to have your expertise, you know, on a lot of that stuff that's going on out there. I don't know if I'd use expertise in my name, nothing's <laughs> ever, but um, we'll, we'll run with it. Um, yeah, definitely hit me up. Uh, maybe we can link up at some point. And Heck yeah. Maybe do Awesome stuff. Well, thank you again, Doug, and uh, and we'll be uh, we'll be following along. All right, sounds good. Thank you.